This is the Breathe Again podcast by Ade Chakol. Learn about life, love, family, culture, and spirituality, all from a traditional, divine, and feminine perspective. Welcome to our safe space where we become our highest selves. Hi, my lovely queens, my goddesses, my soul sisters. As always, so beautiful to be here with you. I just love um, sharing these moments with all y'all. It's so, so healing to me to be sharing these messages, these, you know, drop of wisdom that just come to me. And it's even more beautiful when... I get to share them with you and when you get when I you know when I get to have a communication with you about um these healing messages, these healing topics, these you know, it, to me it's it's so lovely to have this. So I can't uh, even find the words to explain how blessed I am to be here and to be sharing and to be in this beautiful community with you. And what I would love to talk about today is um, how we can get and not get, but how we can reclaim our goddess power back. And I want this to be a moment in time Wherever you are in your life, no matter what you're going through, no matter what's unfolding, um, whether you're going through, you know, a smooth path or a rough path or whatever is uh, unfolding in your life right now, at that moment, I would love for you to consider these things. Uh, that I'm going to share with you um, because we need our power. The world keeps wanting to take our power back, right? It requires so much from us. I know. (laughs) I know it requires a lot for me, you know, as, as a mother, as, as, um, a, a worker as as the person I am for the people that are in my life. There's so much that's required for me to put out. And it takes a lot, right? It takes a lot. I mean, we give to the people that we don't even know. That's, that's how the world is right now. People we don't even know take energy from us right? Social media, huge. We are all somehow, in some way, obligated to give. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? We, we live out of give and take, that energy, right? We can't just be takers. Um, there's a part of us that also flourishes from giving. But the thing is that 
we give so much more <laughs> than we take, especially women. I mean, we do. We give so much more than we take. Um, and when we give, we're also, if we're not careful, we're also giving our power away. We give our power away to events and situations that are draining, are hurtful, are not giving back to us. And it's time for us to know how to regain our power back, to gain back the divine feminine power that's within us. Um, we, we will never be powerless, right? We will never be powerless, but we can be depleted from our power unless we know how to regain it back when we lose our power. Uh, when we are depleted from our power, that's when we feel weak. That's when we are at our lowest. And that's where the wounded feminine qualities start dropping in. That's where we find ourselves um, feeling insecure. That's when we find ourselves thinking that we're not enough. Uh, that's when we start seeking validation. And that's when we start neglecting ourselves, our bodies, and our healing journey. Because it all requires our energy, right? And when we feel, when we get depleted, we start giving our power and our energy to the things that we love the most. And usually, those are our family, right? For those of us who have kids. We give our energy, our power to our kids because they need it and we want to give it to them. And if we're married to our partner and to our families and also for work because it requires us to give some energy and power and will because we need to work to survive, right? And we can't help but to prioritize those things. And I absolutely understand. Most of us will not feel satisfied and happy when we're just giving to ourselves and not to those who matter to us and um, to what we know is important. And here's the thing. That doesn't serve us, of course, right? <laughs> the simple analogy of, um, you know, put the air mask on yourself before those around you. Um, however, that's, we don't want to get there, right? We don't want to get there. We don't, that's an extreme disaster, right? They tell us in case of an emergency, put the mask on yourself before you put it on to others right, to your loved ones. And the only reason why we are even in that situation is because something has terribly gone wrong. And 
of course, in our life, the same thing applies. We will only need to do that, right? We only need to worry of making sure that we're giving ourselves um, the attention needed before we give to others when some kind of disaster has hit. And if we're not there, if we have so much to give, if we're not depleted of our energy or our power, we don't have to worry about that, right? We don't need to worry about that. Everything is going nice and smooth and steady. That's where we want to be, right? That's where we want to be. We want to be living in a way that we don't have to worry of even the idea of making sure we're okay to make sure that our family, um, we're there for our family. We want to be in a place where we know that it's not stressful for us to be there for our family because we already have everything under control and um, going smoothly, right? and to get, how do we get there? How do we get to the place where we don't have to worry about making sure that our family is, or our career is, or whatever it is that we are responsible for is okay, is to consistently make sure that we are okay, right? We don't want to get to the point of the, uh, what is it, the gauge or whatever the controller is showing off at red and flashing lights, pew, 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 emergency lights. (laughs) We don't want to get there. We want to stop it way before it gets there. And what I want to share with you is what you need to do, what I invite you to do to make sure that you are not reaching that red area where it's screaming danger. The first thing, the first thing is always self-awareness. You need to always be at a place where you are fully, completely aware of yourself mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically aware. How are you mentally? And this is not where you tell yourself, I am fine. I am okay. I'm great. No, (laughs) if you are good, but this is where you are always aware, even if you're not at a place where you want to be mentally, to be aware of that without judgment, without associating it with a negative thought, a negative idea, to be just aware. Here I am mentally. This is how I'm feeling. 
I am feeling anxious. This is a feeling that I am experiencing. I'm not identifying myself with this feeling, right? With this state. I'm not an anxious person, right? I am experiencing anxiety. Just to be aware with that and sit with that. Sit with that feeling without hating it, without loving it, without making, without the need to examine it. Stop analyzing it. Be with it. And then, right, and then the next step is to watch it, right? You watch, you, you see it. And when you have stopped identifying yourself with anxiety, say that I am anxious about, what am I anxious about? Um, say I'm experiencing an anxiety about an interview that I'm about to do. I don't know. And I feel nervous. I feel like I'm about to puke. <laughs> Excuse me for that visual. Don't think about it. Whatever you, you know, you are feeling in that moment with that anxiety, you feel nervous, you feel shaky, you feel notice, right? And when I don't identify myself as that feeling, it's so much easier for me to know what the next steps are. Because the moment I identify myself with that anxiety, I am perpetuating it. I'm making it even bigger than it is. I'm making myself feel even more nervous. And it becomes bigger than it actually is, right? But when I just allow it and see it as an experience, and when I know that I, even though I'm experiencing it, I am not it, then I know that I could do something about it because I am not it. Therefore, I can do something about it. And that is the key. No matter what you're going through, no matter what feeling you're experiencing, whether it's a mental experience, whether it's a physical experience, a spiritual, an emotional, the key is to be able to be aware of the feeling or the experience or the emotion, whatever it is that you're going through, to watch it, be the observer, observe it, and do not identify with it. I like to imagine it as something um, that passes, that fleets, you know, as a cloud. I like to make a picture of a cloud heavy of rain and possibly even raining and passing, right? It never continues to rain forever. It rains for a few hours, right? For maybe the whole day it might rain. Maybe it might even be cloudy for a couple of days. 
and be raining a couple of days before we see the sun, but eventually it will stop to rain. We know that. We've seen that. And when you know that any experience that you're going through, however it is making you feel, it's not permanent because nothing is permanent. Everything passes. My favorite mantra is, this too shall pass. It will pass. Even the good stuff passes. <laughs> you know, even the good stuff passes. And that's why, you know, we experience pain because we love to attach ourselves to things. As much as we love attaching ourselves to good things, which causes us pain when they pass, we also love to attach ourselves to things that don't give us that much pleasure, that are possibly even hurting us. We love attaching ourselves to things that are familiar because we feel like we can control them. We know the outcome. So we can gauge ourselves and see, and we, you know, we're not going to be surprised. Or we don't need to take the responsibility of creating change, but I'm going on a different tangent right now and I should stop. My point is, we love attaching ourselves to things, identifying ourselves with things, and making it all about us and putting ourselves in the center and feeling like we own everything when we don't. You don't have control of everything. You don't need to identify with everything. All you need to do is let go and just be aware and allow things to unfold the way they need to unfold. The key is to know that when you actually do separate yourself from your experiences, that's when you can make a change. That's when you get your power back to do something about it. That's when you can pull yourself out of experiences of whatever it is that you found yourself in. And so, my lovelies, this is one way to gain your power back. As the divine feminine being that you are, um, you have so much power. But like I said earlier, the world drains us from our power. Most of the time we can't control it. But we end up being victims of it when we give in and not replenish ourselves. When we give in and see and make ourselves powerless. But we are never powerless. 
We're only powerless if we decide to completely give away our power. And when we give away the knowledge that we are never powerless, when we forget that we are powerless, when we forget that we are powerful, is the moment that we have given our power away completely. Um, so that's one way. Another way to get your power back is to process your emotions, especially the difficult emotions. Process your difficult emotions. This is easy to say, but it's so um, challenging yet so necessary for those of us. And I know many of us have gone through difficult things and we can never compare um, our hard times to other people's hard times because we experience them in our own way and they're hard for us, even though they might feel like they're not hard to other people. You can never com compare. <laughs> um, but the, the time when I know that I gained my strength back after feeling like I was completely powerless and um, that I completely lost it and felt so weak, so much in pain. The time that I realized that I had gone or, you know, reached the top and everything else was kind of downhill from there <laughs> was when I finally gave into my emotions. And what I'm talking about is, you know, when I was going through my divorce, um, I had to, there were many times when I didn't want to feel the difficult emotions. You know, I felt them here and there in little pieces, but I never crossed a threshold. Um, meaning that I never sat down until I finally did and processed it and processed how I felt. Um, and allowed the energy to, to just flow through me and admit to myself of how I felt, right? When we are feeling hurt, when we're feeling pain, there's always this annoying <laughs> voice in our head that says uh, to us that, um, you know, you know better, right? You, you don't. And it's like, you know, those people who try to help you saying, hey, you're going to be all right. And we can't help that voice in our head also telling us that you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. And if we listen too much to that, but forget the part of us that's like screaming and yelling and saying, I am hurt. This happened to me, right? This terrible um, thing, whatever it is, happened. And um, we 
focus more on the part that says, I'm going to be okay. And I'm not saying don't. It's good. It's good to have that. But you also need to process and feel the side of you that's screaming and yelling. Because that part that's screaming and yelling and feeling like, oh, I'm hurt. This sucks. I cannot believe this is happening to me for the next amount of time. And I can't believe I'm going through this. And it's devastating. And I'm devastated and I'm hurt. And all I want to do is yell and scream and cry. Right? This sucks. Truly, really sucks. Don't be afraid of that darkness. Do not be afraid of it. Because all it wants is your attention. Not to drag you down with it, but in fact, for you to notice it, to know that it exists. Because what happened, happened. If it's a divorce, the divorce happened. If it's a breakup, the breakup happened. If it's a loss, the loss happened. And there is, you have all the right to feel the devastation. You have every right to feel it, to be with it, to notice it, to see how it feels in your body. Where does it hurt? Is it your throat? Is it your chest? Is it your gut? Is it in your womb? Where do you feel it? And to breathe in to that and to say that you feel it, to, to, to let that emotion know that at least you will not also abandon it. At least you also will not ignore it and throw it back into the darkness. This pain exists. <laughs> you know it does because you feel it, right? How could you feel something that's not there? But when you ignore it, it hurts even more because it cries out for your attention. It needs you to feel it. It's not other people's responsibility to recognize your pain, to see your pain. It's yours. Don't hide it. Don't feel ashamed of your pain. It's not dirty. It's human. It's an emotion. It's part of being human. It's part of living. Know it, process it, see where it's coming from. And when you do that, as hard as it is at that moment, as, as, oh, as painful as it is at that moment, what you're doing is setting it free. You're opening up the doors, the windows, and setting it free from the darkness. You're allowing the light to shine in your pain. It's like your pain taking a deep breath and releasing because it has been heard. 
It has been acknowledged. It has been valued. And notice that when you do this, that is when it becomes clear to you, right? That is the only moment when you know that you are free from your pain. That is when you know that your pain has now elevated you up to another level in your life. You have stepped out from a moment in darkness to a different level, to a a healed, to a more aware, to a more powerful version of you. And that is all what pain does. People say that your pain comes to teach you, to elevate you. It comes with something for you. But you will only get to discover that part when you actually process it, when you actually sit with it, when you actually feel it, when you actually appreciate it. Yes, appreciate your pain. If you did not feel pain, then you will keep doing whatever it is that you were doing that obviously wasn't right for you because it ended up somehow, some way, trying to teach you something. Right? That's what pain is there for. And yes, sometimes we feel pain for things that we had no control over. And that's another type of pain that elevates us even more spiritually. Because it teaches us that we're just a tiny piece of this collective, of this beautiful big universe that has its own ways and its own days and its own creative power. And sometimes we get affected and impacted by things that we have no control over. And sometimes those things hurt us. And that's why we surrender and say, okay. And we learn and we move on. Right? And when we say, when I say, I I don't like that word moving on. So for some reason, it annoys me. But we do move on to what is next, right? Because the world never stops. It doesn't stop. And whether we sit with our pain for a day or we refuse to acknowledge it and carry it with us for days, weeks, months, years, the world still moves on. And the key to unlocking and setting our pain free only lies with us, nobody else. Nobody else can set us free from the pain we feel. Whether we feel like 
Um, sometimes we feel like by getting into a relationship, by distracting ourselves with people, with things, with money, with food, with a new career, a new place. Mm -mm. We might be able to forget about it for a while, or we might be able to learn to live with the pain, but it doesn't mean that we have set it free. It doesn't mean that we have elevated and reached to the next level, that we were invited to reach by the pain. And so that is why I invite you to know how to process your pain. Where is your pain coming from? Where do you feel it? Communicate with it. Don't dwell on it, right? Don't be a victim of your pain. That's not what I'm saying. Don't let it be your story, but let it be your friend. Let your pain be your friend that guides you, that is vulnerable to you, that shares with you, that helps you move on to your next level. And I think I will let it rest here. Um, I'd like to come again and do more on how we can regain our power back. But I would love um, to let this be and allow you to process this, think about it, and to um, give you the opportunity to share with me what your thoughts are. Until then, my queens, my goddesses, my beautiful soul sisters, stay divine. Love you all. If this podcast, if this episode has made sense to you, if you like it, go ahead and share it. Tag me on it on Instagram, um, whatever that you know you feel called to. That will help. Leave me a review. That also helps. And... I am so grateful for you. Love you, beautiful folks. Until next time, stay divine.